Dungeon Master Ryan, and this week we're continuing the adventures of uh, our four intrepid explorers, or I don't know, they're not really explorers, I'm not even sure what you would call these guys, flunkies? We're not really intrepid either. Yeah, I yeah. think we're, no. we're thieves currently, we just stole a thing and left, so... I, well, I like how you say we, I don't... <laughs> hey, you guys left with me, you're accomplices in this. It's true, in the eyes of the law. Well, that's because you had the thing that was our only way out of here. We don't want to be stuck with those weirdos. Yeah, it's true. You're welcome. You can argue it before a judge, and we'll see how that turns out. Better the thief I know than the thief I don't. <laughs> but we're joined by, uh, by our four characters, Bogal, the... <laughs> what is it? Gar- it's a Goliath barbarian. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hello. And Zazzle, the Kenku, masquerading as a very average-looking person. Hey. What's up? Craig, the noble half-orc. Yep, that's him. He's very noble. <laughs> <laughs> and Don Rivers, the saxophone-wielding elf. Hey, hey. So, just to recap, you guys have basically jumped ship on a alternate reality or an other dimension uh, that was slowly being taken over by Vanta creatures, these absolutely black creatures that seem to be evolving and uh, sort of changing uh, with their environment as they're trying to be eradicated uh, by uh, Tadrian, the warrior who you mistakenly uh, mentored in his youth, and um, Flambodran, the excellent wizard who holds, or used to hold, the key that can open any door to other dimensions, which apparently... You guys don't really understand exactly how it works, but you did it well enough to open a, a door to another dimension and jump through just as a grand melee was occurring between the uh, Vanta creatures and the townspeople. Um, Man, I don't know why we're still talking about those fools. We left them in the dust. Yeah, they're dead. <laughs> yeah, They are probably dead, but where you, we, where you find yourselves now is in the ruins of a city is what it looks like. Uh, ancient ruins crumbling all around you. You guys popped through a archway of a door, sort of freestanding in a crumbling wall. And around you, it's, it's late evening, raining a bit, and you're looking on this sort of scene of desolation that nature is slowly taking over again. But as far as you can see, um, you're not at a very high vantage point. It's structures everywhere, crumbling towers, crumbling walls, uh, huts and and, uh, domiciles, all sort of falling to ruin. You do realize uh, pretty suddenly that you guys have been walking uh, for pretty much the entire day on a unplanned excursion into what was uh, an alien wilderness and is now in a completely uh, different wilderness. So you all realize that you're, you're pretty hungry at this point. Because we missed the buffet. Guys, I'm hungry. Craig, can you get us out of here? Yeah, Craig, can you get us to that buffet? 
Where's the buffet setting on this? Greg, lead us to the barbecue. Give me a second. I got I got this book. Let me let me take a look mm-hmm. at this book. Uh, I'm taking a look at this book. Rolling a taking a look at this book <laughs> check. <laughs> All right, make a make an arcana check. I didn't have my dice roller open, so one sec. Craig's taking too long. Zazzle steals the book out of his hands. <laughs> I got an 18 plus some numbers. I let Craig keep the book. That was a good roll. <laughs> um, this book is sort of full of all these different nudie drawings. Yeah, it's like it's like esoteric nudie drawings. <laughs> But it's it's obviously a sort of magical language. You recognize some of these symbols just from your sort of travels and adventures and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are not a wizard, and you're not schooled in that, and so it's not anything you can you can decipher right off the bat. Maybe if you did have a deeper understanding of it, you'd be able to read this and know exactly what it is. But there's definitely some sort of formula um, for each one of these entries. But there's little. Um, little notes next to certain ones that you know might be things like look it, it's he's not an amazing artist but it looks like flambeau dran was making little symbols of 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 uh notes next to different equations mm-hmm. so there could be jewels and keys coins and you know like chicken legs and stuff like that i could go for some chicken legs right now oh yeah that's a good one <laughs> yeah take us to chicken legs let's go to the chicken leg island chicken legs do do i think Consulting a demon would um, help. As you're consulting and looking for the the best uh, Yelp icon review sort of uh, entry, there's a hulking shape comes around a corner, and he's carrying a uh, he's carrying a wheelbarrow in his arms, kind of like a baby, and it's full of like tools and stuff like that. And he looks over, and he's a little bit surprised to see you. It's a large, maybe an ogre. It looks like a mix between like an ogre and orc. And a troll. It's just this hulking, greenish beast uh, wearing a um, a brown sort of uh, shift. And he looks at you and he says, "Oh, you're missing, you're missing the feast." I mean, that mm. sounds pretty good. Hold on, us wait. Hold on. Yes, we are. This guy's gonna eat us. I think we're the feast. <laughs> <laughs> he can try. Just gut instinct. That's <laughs> the first thing that came to mind. Where is the feast? And also, who are you? Oh, God. We're, it's right here. We're the feast. That's what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. He kind of he kind of sighs and he looks a little bit uh, put off. He's like, "Well, I've got I've got things to attend to, but uh, back this way. Hold on." And he puts down the wheelbarrow. Um, it kind of clanks and tips over uh, with all these gardening tools and stuff in it. This creature, he looks. I mean, he doesn't look threatening. He's huge, and he's hulking, and he's muscle-bound. Yeah, that doesn't sound threatening at all. <laughs> but he's, I mean, so is Bogal. <laughs> yeah, he's got these little beady um, puppy eyes. and um, That sounds way worse. Are you freaking kidding me? It's kind of a perpetual sort of like melancholy he's look. Like, he's cute like a puppy, but strong like a man. Uh, he, <laughs> <laughs> he turns around, and he says, Oh, follow me. It's back this way. Um uh, Okay, here we go. And he kind of shuffles or turns around and shuffles on back the way he came. All right, so there's a 50-50 chance where we get eaten or we get to eat barbecue. Or or we could go to Chicken Lay Island. Here, one sec. I got to go tell my kids to shut up because they're, they're screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Imagining a big, hulking, beefy mask with puppy dog eyes. With puppy dog eyes. That's the stuff of nightmares right there. Bogal thinks this guy is cute. <laughs> Bro, this guy is fucking cute. This guy's cute as fuck. Look at this cute guy's eyes. He's got really kind eyes. 
I needed to make myself uh, more approachable. <laughs> so I replaced my eyes with puppy eyes. So when you approach <laughs> me, I can grab you. <laughs> gotcha, bitches. I guarantee you this guy's going to ch- at least attempt to eat us. No, I don't think he's going to attempt to eat us. Like, I think he's just like a normal dude. This is there's nothing normal about this dude. If we've been wandering around for a day, then Bogal's hunger is gonna outweigh his fear of being eaten by a random dude. Is it though? Oh yeah. Over over three years, and we've never had a single meal. (laughs) Never on camera. We've never been. We've never been told we've been wandering around for a whole day without a meal either. As soon as as soon as we're off camera, we just like devour. We're always gorging. There used to be a fifth member of the crew. Bogal's a hungry boy. Okay, cool. So he shuffles off the the way that he came. Okay. Uh, okay. So we look back in the book for Chicken Leg Island. No, let's just <laughs> let's just follow him. I feel like this is where the plot is leading us. Did, so. did anyone do an insight check into those puppy dog eyes? Insight check. All right, go for it. I got a negative. I got a zero actually. So a natural one minus one. Okay, Craig, we'll take your word for it. He's good people. <laughs> yeah, he seems great. I mean, you were barely paying attention to him. You were looking in the book the entire time. Like you tried to just kind of glance up, and you're like, "Yeah, he's nah, he's fine. Whatever." This big hulking mask with puppy dog eyes comes up, and Craig can't even bother to look <laughs> up. Uh, well, I'm gonna cast a little. Wait, hold on. Have, have we rested and gotten our spell slots what? back? No. <laughs> Oh, that's a that's a no from Ryan. Okay, well, yeah, that's, a, that's a hard no. We're good. Let's just head that direction. All right, as you guys follow him, you can see that there there are weird little tended areas here and there. There's like little gardens. Um, as you guys walk, you are greeted by the smells of food, and it smells amazing. And as you are going along, you're actually hearing a sort of low rumble of uh, of 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 like a crowd is what it sounds like. Um, very soon, you are led by this large hulking uh, creature to a the entrance to a large sort of amphitheater. And it is populated by various uh, creatures in all sorts of different sort of dresses and, and robes and so on. But the one thing that you do notice is that everybody has one thing in common, and they all have a sash over one shoulder. Oh my god, it's a bunch of mayors. Oh god, it's Boy Scouts. And they're all uh, seated um, in this amphitheater, eating, um, and there are servants coming and going in robes, uh, hoods over their faces, bringing platters here and there. So it almost looks a little bit like a like a medieval times uh, restaurant, <laughs> where there's just stands with tables and servants coming and going, and there's, a, there's an open uh, area down below. But there is a sort of seat of honor, it looks like. It's like a large... The closest thing you could liken it to is maybe like a judge's bench or something like that. There's just this immense judge's bench over on on one side, what looks like it's probably the north side of this field and amphitheater. And there are various booths and uh, places for other sort of looks like guests of honor uh, and so on. And directly in front of that... On the amphitheater field, there is a uh, a podium uh, facing the um, the seat of honor. And this creature looks at you and he says, "Well, just find a seat. Food's here." I'll take that big one over there. <laughs> <laughs> I go and I go and sit up on that big seat of honor. Um, it's a good ways away. Um, you can try to explore. I, I go that good All right. ways. So you move along that direction, and um, 
it, there doesn't look to be like any way to get up there like apart from just like straight up trying to scrabble up it's raised up high enough and the amphitheater is in sort of like a horseshoe um, shape but as you're kind of looking around the sun has set at this point and it's become dusk there's torches that that have um, been lit all around and soon there's a, a trumpet blare sort of like you know a, a fanfare like doo -doo -doo -doo, burr, burr, burr. And the the oh man, another bar. The quiet goes, or the the crowd goes quiet, and everybody kind of like looks up from their meals, and um, there's a hush that goes over everything. It looks like if you guys do want to eat, this is probably the best time to try to sit down and grab. Oh something. hell yeah, Bogal's got a chicken yeah, leg already. I, I grabbed like a biscuit. Yeah, I'm at the buffet. What 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 kind of food is available? It's like chicken legs and and um like yeah. roast boar. Chicken leg island, we made it. It's like <laughs> potatoes and gravy. Way to go, Craig. Onions. Craig, I doubted you, but you pulled it off, man. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like good fare. It's it, this is a pretty pretty sweet meal. All right, uh, can kinkus eat chicken legs? You think, or is that? I mean, they're <laughs> I mean, they're like crows, basically. Crows eat meat. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you got any crow meat? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of the servants comes along, and it's it, you know it's this hooded sort of gaunt thing in a like a, a purple robe, and it's got a platter in its hands, um, and it just kind of shakes its head and, and offers you this platter with like just all kinds of crazy food. But cool, I reach I reach down for my giant chair. <laughs> you were definitely not sitting in the seat of honor. Um. <laughs> all right, soon you guys are eating, and uh, they're there's a procession that comes out from the sort of the, the bottom of the U shape of this um, amphitheater. And it's, it's more of these, these robed, you know, sort of like functionaries and they come along and there's a group of them. And one seems to be like the head of, of this maybe order or group. It's wearing a, a dark, like sort of blood red robe instead of these purple ones. And it goes and it sits at a uh, another freestanding sort of podium off to the side of the main uh, podium facing the seat of honor, and one of the other purple uh, robed beings unfurls like a gigantic scroll of paper. It just rolls. It rolls from the their point towards the the top of the of the U of the um, amphitheater, and it just rolls like almost to the back. This is the start of some sort of a ceremony. Everybody in the audience stands up, and the red-robed being starts reading this scroll as it's sort of being like walked past him and he's just reading and chanting in some sort of strange sort of like legalese or something like that and he starts off like pursuant to the order of the clause of the blah 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 and you just instantly like you just you can't even fathom like what this guy is talking about but there's a lot of like sage nods and stuff like that from the crowd around you and this goes on while you guys are eating. You guys can count this as a short rest because this is boring as hell and you're not incredibly interested <laughs> in it, but you've got yeah. like you nobody's stopping you from just eating and 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 going. And there's other people that are kind of eating as as this is going on. Sweet. But it takes like a it takes like a good 40 minutes while you guys are just like eating and like drinking and and doing whatever before this entire scroll is read and it's sort of dragged on through. So the guy that was sitting there reading this was basically just the interpreter of this this you know this endless scroll that just kept going by and, and going by and going by and going by then uh the red robe being stands up claps his hands and there's a sort of hush everybody stops everybody um stands up again nobody's eating and there's a, a horn blast again and then up from the behind the seat of honor these ragged purple drapes are pulled aside 
and then out comes this incredibly gaunt being, this sort of androgynous, rail-thin, almost corpse-like being with this top hat that's like looks like to be the shape of a coffin. It's got this monocle that's like catching the, the moonlight and flashing all around and catching the, the torchlight so it flashes from like, you know, fiery red to absolute moon white. And over its shoulder it's wearing this golden sash and you can see from even where you are that the clasp that holds it together are two skeletal hands in a handshake one of which has a padlock around it. And there's this hushed awe all around you as it walks out and there's the sound of dragging chains coming from underneath of its long robe. And it sort of stops and gives a like a benedictory sort of salute and then sits in the chair and then everybody else sits um, at the same time. Whether or not you stand or sit, nobody seems to notice. Everybody's sort of enraptured by this, by this being. <laughs> Will they notice if we left? Um, <laughs> hard to say, hard to say. I don't know, guys, I'm pretty full up now. Yeah, I think that's a. We're gonna count that as a long rest, guys. Can we can we take a can we take a plate of food with us? Like, yeah, I, I feel like you could stack it high. Uh, I think this Dracula over here might have something to say, though. I'm I'm curious as to what's going on here. They just read a whole user and license agreement, <laughs> <laughs> and I did not click accept. Now that I know this, so. You know, it's beneficial to all of us. Man, I barely care about shit that goes on in our own reality, let alone this one. <laughs> I just think Craig's stalling because he doesn't know how to use that key. Yeah, I need to figure this shit out. <laughs> I mean, I am curious as to what would happen if we put that key in that padlock. <laughs> the red-robed being. Can we, can we like, get some strawberry jam or some other red sauce at this banquet? like dye our white robes red uh it's definitely possible there's definitely strawberry jam and there's red wine and stuff like that <laughs> all right well I do, I do that i grab up some red wine and i dye my white robe red all right the red robed being um stands up and says welcome honored guests for those of you who hold the key of office we welcome you to our assembly jet i think you're right i think these might be mayors yeah. And all of them, all of the audience <laughs> uh, stands up again and they all, from inside of their sash, they pull out a key and they salute the uh, the being sitting in the, the chair of honor. Dude, the keys look familiar the at all. The keys look incredibly familiar. They look almost identical to the key that you guys have, except that they have only one uh, dial on the shaft of them. Hmm. Hmm. And the red-robed being says, "I turn the chair, or the, I turn the table to our Lord and Master, the exceptional, the only, the Lord of all, the Night Mayor." And the being stands up and approaches a podium in front of him, and he says, "I, the Night Mayor, welcome all of you, the Council of the Night Mayor, the Council of Mayors." Yeah, this was foreshadowed a couple episodes ago, guys. <laughs> yeah, with the werewolf art. <laughs> <laughs> you, my leal subjects, have served me well in these trying times, through the difficulties that we face. Now, we move to new business. I summon forth 
the Lord High Sheriff, to give his report on how goes the search for the key of all it's cities. It's going to be the goddamn Cowboy Knight. <laughs> No, it's not the Cowboy Knight. So from yeah, that Cowboy Knight we left for dead. (laughs) So from the 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 bottom of the U of this amphitheater, uh, a horn blows again, and out Don quit it. (laughs) Outstrides this uh, immense man. Um, You cannot see his face; it's hidden underneath of a helmet. It doesn't have a, a like the normal sort of like visor to look out of. Instead, it has a ring of what appear to be keyhole-shaped holes. And directly in the front of the helmet is a sort of coffin-shaped slit um, dividing the helmet's face. This is some Dark Souls shit, man. Yeah. This whole world. This is some Kingdom Hearts (laughs) (laughs) 4. And over his shoulder, um, he carries an immense hammer. Um, a warhammer, and the head of which looks like a uh, uh, like a um, a seal, which would stamp like um, wax seals, and it's silver and, and glistening. It, you can see this sort of insignia. It looks like a a crescent moon pointed down, and five shapes that look like uh, skeletal teeth and a skeletal sort of like uh, nose hole um, inside of them. So it has this strange sort of skeletal look to it. And you notice also that it's a symbol that's also on the coffin-shaped top hat of the the nightmare. So this man strides forward and he's all in black. And around his neck is also a crescent-shaped medallion. And inside of the that downward crescent is a, a star, kind of like a sheriff star, except inverted and pointed down. That makes him evil. <laughs> evil sheriff. He strides up to the podium and uh, kneels and then stands back up again. And he says, Lord, I regret to inform you that I have not found what you have tasked me with finding. That in seeking out through all infinite dimensions and realities, I have not found the one key. Exactly. I have searched many of closets. (laughs) (laughs) He says, the key to all cities eludes me yet, but my my hounds are on the trail and I have leads. Oh, shit. Soon I think that I will be able to track it down and... Hey, is there a reward? (laughs) All right, you can holler that out. Uh, somebody slaps the back of your head and says, "You dumb fuck!" <laughs> and Ryan <laughs> is in the crowd. <laughs> the uh, the nightmare, like sort of like he instantly like his uh, searching monocle eye, like like finds you, and you feel almost like you find yourself like almost pinned in place. And he says, "Who dares breach the decorum of this august court?" It is I, the day mayor. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh notice the red robe the instantly the um the uh the sheriff tell me there's not already a day no <laughs> well uh, you don't know but the um uh, the sheriff like swings his uh hammer in front of him and like takes up like a sort of attack like defensive posture and the the nightmare his gaunt face just turns in disgust and he says the daymare has been dead for millennia I rule now. Seize those curs. And he points to you and like he he can I mean he can tell like you're the only people that don't have a sash and the people that look like next to you are like shuffling away from you and like you're you're just basically like in this 
uh, All right. empty, empty. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! Sorry, guys. Bogal has like five plates of chicken legs stacked on top of each other. I ye- I yell as they take me away. Long live the day mayor. <laughs> um. Well, I'm just gonna f- cast fly and fly away. <laughs> Scooby Doo time. I latch on the crag because I know he's gonna try to run away. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll carry you away with me. <laughs> day mayor out. The um the sheriff uh pulls a like a, a whistle from his his belt and puts it into the like the coffin shaped hole in the front of his mask and and blows there's a high piercing whistle and then around him forms a pack of like of mastiffs like spectral mastiffs oh, man. and they instantly howl and just start like uh start um loping in your direction and it's not long before they reach the walls and they just leap over into the audience and the, the audience just starts scattering in their wake. I guess that's a no about a reward. Yeah, so roll roll initiative, everybody. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Craig, get us the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, don't worry, I'm already on it. I got a five. <laughs> well, bye, Don. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a two, but... Uh... <laughs> I got a 18. I got a I got a twenty one. Bogal's gonna get it in there. <laughs> I don't know what Bogal's gonna do. Um okay, so the Mastiffs did not do incredibly well. I guess you got to see them coming, and neither did the um uh, the Lord Sheriff. So Craig, it is uh you you seize the initiative. You like spit out <laughs> a mouthful of chicken leg or something like that. Doesn't and... Bogal seize the initiative? Oh sorry, sorry. It was uh Craig that got the eighteen, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So Bogal. How far has Craig already gotten flying away? I want to I just want to know how much Bogal knows that his friends are already running um, away. Is there any sort of like uh weight limit or anything like that to to flying? Uh, let me check the spell. Kinku's got hollow bones, dog. Yeah. It's true. Um, Kinku are very light. I weigh at least I weigh like 30 pounds soaking wet. Zazzle's a, a light bird boy. But I am also like 100% pure muscle. <laughs> muscles heavier than fat. Bird muscles are lighter, actually. So if I cast it, since I'm casting it at a level four spell, I can uh, target one additional creature. So I'm just going to target Zazzle with it. Having having realized that Zazzle is Zazzle is latched yeah, on, you would, you'd almost kind of think that bird creatures would just be able to fly themselves, but mm. I guess they're more like penguins. As long as you're willing to let it happen, DM. Hey, guys, I can fucking fly now. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just going to, yeah, I'm going to hit Zazzle with it because I don't think I can carry you with me. Oh, cool. okay. Yeah. So you guys make it about 20 feet in the air uh, before the Mastiffs, like, sort of, like, a leap into the, the audience. But you're... Bite us out of the air. You're good. I mean, you you guys are... It, if you get if you move directly forward, like it drops, you know, it's an amphitheater, so you're going to get more like height relative to the slope. Uh, if you move forward, yeah. or you can just go straight up or or whatever. Um, but the mastiffs are pretty freaking fast, and they jumped way up into the stands. But you guys are about, you know, you guys were kind of up in the 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 nosebleed section, I guess. So mm-hmm. that you know, not drawing much attention to yourselves. So you got a, you got a little space. Our fly speed is sixty feet for the duration. Yeah, you probably got like a full turn, so you're good 60 feet up, or whichever direction you want to go. Uh, yeah, we're going to go up. Up and away. <laughs> we're going to go in the upward direction. <laughs> Just directly up. That doesn't doesn't help Bogal very much, because he was trying to figure out where to run. 
run up. Up. Yeah. Vogel's going to run going to run up this amphitheater. I think I might grab uh Don before I leave. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> just grab by the foot. Just just going to grab Don and and drag him with me be like, "Let's go." <laughs> He's still gnawing on some chicken. Why can't I fly like Craig? <laughs> We're all gnawing on some chicken still. So, Bogal, you're just going to grab Don by the scruff of his neck and just drag him? <laughs> Pretty, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to try and pick him up a little bit, but, okay. you know. Any direction? Just fleeing, like, away and, and up, the, up just the stands up, and out of the amphitheater? Up up those stands, away from those big dogs. Nice. Okay. Bogal likes to be friends with big dogs. He doesn't like being attacked by big dogs. Okay, cool. Um, Craig, what are you going to do? So uh, I'm going to continue to fly out, but as I fly out, I'm going to be like, fireball. I shoot a fireball at him. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jesus the, Christ. Cool. Just like in the middle of the table where the Mastiffs are. Hell yeah. Burn that big scroll. Definitely burn that big scroll. <laughs> yeah. All right. Spell it up, man. Uh, this is... They need to make a dexterity yeah, check. Let's, let's kill all these bears. Burn the law. Let's fucking murder all these bears. <laughs> we hate bears. <laughs> Think of all the keys we'll get if we kill uh, every single person here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it's a dexterity saving throw. Uh-huh. Wait, who are you shooting a fireball at? Uh, the shadow wolves slash mayors. Are there innocent... Are there innocent mayors around them? We don't know if they're all bad guys. <laughs> Is there any such thing as an innocent mayor? Uh, there's no such thing as an innocent mayor. How many of them have puppy dog eyes? Don't hit the ones with puppy eyes. Craig is not really discerning which mayor he's hitting. He's just hitting as many as possible. I'm the floral mayor. All I care about is kindness. And- <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's their dexterity saving throw? Um, let's give them a 16. Uh, so they'll take half damage and anything flammable ignites like that paper. So let's see how much damage they take. <laughs> they're pretty far away from, from that whole shindig though because they were, they're like up in the stands at this point. Okay. So they will take 18 damage. Oh, pretty good. So you blast it sort of like into their mitts. One of them sort of dissipates in a in like a sort of blue <laughs> spectral glow, uh, and the others Holy fuck. the others sort of like have to uh, ad, ad, you know adjust for the fireball. So it slows them down a little bit, but they're still hot like on you. Like they're they're just baying and 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 barking and 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 proceeding on. The sheriff himself pulls his medallion from around his neck and aims it up at the two of you that are flying and let's see who's gonna be the sort of target of this um let's give it to uh zazzle and he blasts a sort of like moonbeam oh and he critically fails it like just oh thank god he like he he's like aiming it but like he didn't get a good handle on the chain and it was kind of swinging a little bit and this sort of like white moonbeam just like slices through like a section of mayors, um, just like <laughs> just, fucking, just cuts them down. And now it's just like it's pure pandemonium at this point. Um, hey, Craig, that guy's on our side. He, uh, you see, like you see, as mayors are like fleeing, there's these arches all around the top of the the amphitheater, sort of like in this Romanesque sort of style, and mayors are grabbing their keys. And like tapping three times and opening portals and jumping through it, um, like just left and right, like the assembly is just scattering back to wherever they they came from. Hey, Craig, maybe we follow one of those fools into their reality and beat some information out of them. <laughs> you know what? That's not a terrible idea. Let's follow the nightmare. <laughs> All right, Don Rivers, it's up to you. Um, I'm gonna cast confusion on yourself. <laughs> I just want to forget. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted chicken. It's been a bad day. 
I'm going to cast it at the center point of the nightmare. Oh. So it's a 10-foot radius sphere, and they have to make a wisdom saving throw. All right, cool. Uh, wisdom saving throw. Not that great. He got a 14. Oh, my spell DC is 14, so you beat it. Uh, no, he's up there by himself. He's the sole, um, sole show up there. This guy's the real deal, guys. He's not easily confused. <laughs> He doesn't even seem to, to react at all. And honestly, I didn't even roll initiative for that guy. I don't know why I didn't, but okay. Oh, no. Sorry, guys. Luckily, I rolled low enough. <laughs> that it's, it's, about his, it's about his turn now. All right, so any other actions from Don River? I'm just going to allow myself to be dragged. <laughs> the nightmare points at the, the sheriff, and uh, a sort of luminescence filters out of his hand, and the sheriff uh, grows like in stature. He like, doubles in size. Oh man! A large reduce. Oh, son of a bitch. Used against us. Um, Zazzle. What? The, hey, wait. What, what was that spell? <laughs> that <a> big nightmare. <laughs> the nightmare shares no secrets. Uh, okay, I'm gonna reduce that guy. He just enlarged. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so he has to make a Constitution saving throw, or he's reduced in size. All right. Um. Yeah, he got a 24 on that Constitution saving throw. Fuck. Wow. Oh, All right. Okay, that was a pretty good enlarged reduce guy. <laughs> I think we're a little outclassed. Yeah, and I'm going to use my movement action to try to fly through one of them portals. Okay, cool. So one of the shimmering portals. Uh, bear in mind, like you don't know where these are going, and no, I have no clue. I'm going to try to follow the weakest looking okay. mirror. There's like <laughs> just the scrawniest, sickliest, weakest looking bitch of a mirror. There's a like a there's a tubby like little uh, uh, halfling. Uh, I got your number, you little bitch. <laughs> he's, he's like, he's doing like this crazy little like leprechaun shuffle as he's like trying to make it up these stairs that are kind of too, too shuffle big. Shuffle all you like, you're not getting away from me. And he makes it to a column uh, of an archway and taps it three times, and uh, the shimmer opens, and he he jumps through. Cool, I follow. All right, cool. Uh, you make it through into uh, points unknown. Let's go back to the top. And Bogal, what are you doing? I eviscerate him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like... Bogal? How far... Yeah. What's up, Don? Don't be a coward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I was just trying to make sure all of the buddies were together, but it's clear that two of us are, like, flying off and going through portals now. So, you know, that's a fair point. Bogal's gonna Bogal's gonna turn around and, and hit some mares with a stick. Did you have a chance to grab any of your other weapons from the hotel room? I don't. Uh, I'll leave that up to Ryan. Mm, you guys, you guys set out in your bathrobes. We set out in bathrobes, <laughs> so I would say probably not. It's true. He still those rocks, though. He still have. Well, I have that 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 big stick and some mm. rocks that we got from Tadrian. So I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit these mares with a stick. <laughs> maybe maybe while I was flying up. The cowboy rock fell off of, out of my backpack, <laughs> and so you can use that to bludgeon people if you want. A, a really big rock. Well, you've got your you've got your stick, and it's still glowing with like this, you know, with the good fire. Oh yeah. All right, so bash, start bash. So like you're standing basically at the top of these stairs as like mayors are trying to run past you to escape. Yeah. You're just gonna start yeah, wailing on it, them. It's you know that that scene in so many movies where the hero is using like every weapon he has <laughs> and just like hitting people with them. <laughs> to beat up a bunch of innocent. Yeah, yeah, except that like they're all trying to just get past him to freedom. It's not like they're attacking him <laughs> like... in any way. He's just wailing on yeah. each 
Mayor. There's like literally thousands of mayors trying to escape, and the mayors that are like being pushed past you are just being pushed by other mayors that are trying <laughs> so to get out. So Bogal just keeps getting attacks of opportunity. <laughs> just, yeah, just, just so many hits. Attacks of opportunity. Uh, so my fir- my first attack is a fourteen. Um, cool. I'll say. I'll say take advantage on all of these just because <laughs> I mean, they, they have no, like they're just trying to get past you and they're being shoved by people behind them. All it's right. like a mosh pit. In of that mayor. case, my, my first attack is an 18 nice. to hit. All right. Um, yeah. I'll say, I mean, these guys are not like fighters. These are like, what time of, what time of day is it's it? It's nighttime. Is Bogal a wolf? Oh shit! I forgot he was a werewolf. I guess is is there a moon? Yeah. There's absolutely there's there's absolutely a, a full moon happening right now. A full moon. <laughs> oh man, I gotta get my werewolf stats out. Those stats are crazy. You might not need it. We just say that a werewolf goes to town uh, and all these bears. That's yeah. it. All right. Yeah. Anyway, my first attack is an eight. Is an eighteen to hit. I assume I hit that guy. How much damage did this stick um, do again? It doesn't is really it matter these? because these are all portly mayors that are all, they all, they're all gouty and like, uh, I mean, you just smash a cigar <laughs> through a guy's face um, and his top hat just like goes flying. And lands on your, on your cowboy hat. My second attack is a 16. Nice. Yeah. So then you just backhand, like backswing your shillelagh, like through another mayor and just like he goes flying into the audience. We've got, we've got on our hands right now, a werewolf in a bathrobe with a cowboy hat <laughs> hitting a bunch of mirrors with a two by four <laughs> i love dungeons and dragons have i mentioned that recently uh, role playing is great <laughs> this is the male fantasy yeah. yeah i feel i feel happy with that turn that's a uh, that's a good turn yeah for and i'll say that you like you followed through like those swings like you took down like a good six or seven mayors with like you know just just werewolf splattering these guys. You're letting him cleave? Yeah, I mean, like, these, <laughs> these guys are all 65-plus, like, That's mayors. true. I think as a werewolf, I have three attacks, so, you know, there would, there would be one you, more Yeah, least. you just took, like, a semicircle out of these this crowd of mayors. <laughs> okay, so then the, the sheriff himself is, like, running up, and he's, at this point, vaulting up uh, the wall into the audience as well with his double-size uh, manliness. And you can hear him just bellowing like like angry invectives. He's, stop! You're under arrest! You're all under arrest! All the mayors are under arrest. <laughs> so he started shooting and seeking wolves on us before uh, trying to get us under arrest? He's just like a cop from this world. Um, he's going he's gonna to take a shot at you guys with his medallion again, but he's looking up through a crowd, and he's going to try and go for Craig. Um... Wouldn't I have gone before him? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Craig. I'm just going to fly through the portal that Zazzle went okay. through. Um, nice. But as I fly through, I'm going to shoot some eye lasers at some mayors. <laughs> so just take as many mayors <laughs> out as possible. Yeah. yeah. All right. Dude, save uh, that. Save those eye lasers for this fucking Hobbit guy, I man. love. I love how the mayors fed us, and then we were immediately... Like... <laughs> I'll just fly through, and as soon as I see this halfling mayor, do I see him? So Zazzle and Craig, you guys see that you're in what looks to be like the mayor's chambers. Um, you went through, you know, the door that it would probably exit. You guys are flying, so you don't really necessarily make a noise. So the mayor, like, has <laughs> this little halfling mayor has like run through, and he's instantly like pulling off his sash and uh, wadding it up and running towards a, a chest at the uh, foot of his bed. Well, so Craig shows up because it's already been a turn, 
and he finds Zazzle um, eating out the entrails of <laughs> All right. a small wolf. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll get back. We'll get back to that. So we'll just say that we'll get back to the top of that, and we'll we'll figure out what you guys do. Um, wait, correct. oh wait. So maybe do use your eye lasers before you go through. Then, if that's the yeah, case, yeah, yeah. You can you can okay. you can do like a uh, a hasty like. Uh, like a shooting retreat and just blast a few mayors on your way out. I'll say that you're you're firing into a crowd from above. I don't think that there's. <laughs> I don't know. Don't say that. <laughs> I don't think there's any way don't you can. Don't like this. that. <laughs> that is the reality of what you're effectively doing. Here, so. Yeah. Well, they take force damage. Yeah, I mean, I I would say that you you, you definitely you do some damage. You don't even need to roll for it. The sheriff, though, since you're gone, is going to. Uh, point his medallion again and he's gonna go for he's gonna go for bogal because he, he he's looking up through this crowd though so it's not an easy shot but he does see a werewolf just wailing on his uh mayors uh so he's gonna take a <laughs> shot he's got disadvantage and he critically fails again <laughs> and just like <laughs> ryan you might be a worse dm than i am when it comes to character uh, fights i was gonna attack the sheriff but i, I don't know he's on our side <laughs> yeah, everything he's done so far makes it seem like he's on our side he just keeps cleaving through mirrors with moonbeams so bogal like you're just like wailing on these guys and all of a sudden you just see like a white light cutting past you and just mares like just flying apart like a huge swath of mares is just like um cut into pieces it's like akira style with like the super laser like going is wrong. that beam moonlight i feel like that would supercharge a werewolf but girl tries to give him a thumbs up he tries to like make eye contact and be like yeah and sheriff just bellows and rages stupid fucking thing god damn it the nightmare himself flies into the air and his robe like sort of billows out he has chains um, (laughs) hanging from underneath of his robes all with like padlocks on them and he swoops along and comes towards you guys and shoots a beam out of his uh monocle all right bogal you're the you're the threat man he's gonna shoot at you again though he's got disadvantage because he's shooting through a crowd um, and he misses. Um, he doesn't take out any mayors, but like this beam of like moonlight flies past your head and and cuts down a, a column behind you. Bogle, I think we can take these two on. <laughs> <laughs> we have a good chance. Don Rivers, it's your turn. I'm gonna use a. So I have an amulet from a long time ago. Uh-huh. Amulet of fireball. Yeah, I'm gonna use fireball on the the nightmare. Yeah. Hey, you're Craig. The uh, mine's not cool and green though. You're you're gonna make him not want to do it if you say stuff like that. <laughs> it's why I've been hesitant to do it for so long. But Craig can't see it now, so you, yeah. you've got to. Oh God! Don't tell Craig that I'm about to do this. He'll hit you with a copyright lawsuit. And I yell fireball, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a deck saving throw. He oh, not so good. Got an eleven on that one. Headshot. Yep. <laughs> His head's gone. So, if it's a normal one, it's 88. I'm reading 86. Have you been or using 86? Sorry. <laughs> I have not. He's got the premium version of that spell. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so you blast this fireball out of your amulet. It hits the nightmare squarely in the chest, and just this, in, this huge explosion happens. But he continues to fly through it, like, out of the fireball, like fucking X-Wing, you know, flying through an exploding TIE fighter style. He just continues on, and you hear this, like, insane cackling, and uh, he does not look incredibly 
disturbed by this. His robes are on fire, uh, but he's cackling and continuing to like shoot eye beams. Oof. Spell's weak. <laughs> I realize that maybe magic's not the way to go. I at least like pull out my two rocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's fighting time. Get my get my rocks ready. Get my rocks out. Uh, so it's my turn. Yeah, so Zazzle, you guys are back in, you are in this new uh, dimension. It's night here as well. Has that has that portal closed behind me? No, yet? it's still sort of shimmering. Um, okay, so what I'm going to do is, first of all, I'm going to pick up that sash that Hobbit Mare threw away and put but, uh, it on. He's, he, he hasn't, he's still, he's wadding it up and he's moved to uh, the chest and he's opened this chest at the foot of his bed and he's like moving stuff out of the way and he's stuffing it like down deep into this chest. Um, shit. Well, I'll get that later. I'm going to... I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something. As soon as Crag flies through, I'm gonna like point my hand back out through the portal where uh, Don and Bilgal are, and I'm going to. Are they roughly in like the same area? Are you guys close together? Yeah, you guys were all kind of in the same spot. You're within like a thirty foot radius of each other. Cool. You? I'm gonna cast Dimension Door underneath their feet. Oh, okay. Don Rivers and Bogal. I'm gonna portal them into this portal. Cool. <laughs> okay. Is there any sort of a saving throw? Are you guys gonna try and resist that at all, or are you just gonna kind of let it happen? Bulgal's all werewolf all the time right now. Uh, I mean, if a if a portal opens up beneath my feet, I think I'm just gonna fall into it. Yeah. I feel like I I recognize <laughs> Zazzle's portals. <laughs> yeah. That's a Zazzle portal right there. Zazzle, let's make a dexterity check to try and like aim that into such a point that like a, a you know frenzying werewolf will fall into it um <laughs> good point <laughs> <laughs> well that's a four i'm gonna i'm gonna ca- i'm just gonna catch a couple mares i think you get the you get the nightmare <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're gonna get a couple dead mares and do you want to use a inspiration point or anything to reroll that? Oh yeah, I actually have my like my sorcerer thing. This will incur another uh, wild magic surge, but I'm going to get automatic advantage on this. Whoo, that's a 17 plus three. Yeah, okay, that's that's it. You get it directly underneath of of this raging werewolf, and he falls backwards, like howling, like and scrabbling. Didn't see it really coming, but yeah, you definitely get him. So where does the dimension door exist on your side of the? Of the portal, uh, ab- above the hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this freaking like frothing werewolf with a stick just like falls directly on top of this mayor. Like, like, keep him alive. We gotta. He just crushes the the guy into his uh, chest, um, into his 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 footlocker. There, and we're indoors, so maybe Bogal transforms back. Um. Yeah, actually, a, a good point. So it's night here, but it. You can see, like, through the window, it's not a full moon in wherever this place is. There's actually, like, it looks like a couple moons, but neither of them are full. Cool. Well, two half moons make a full moon. <laughs> well, it's, it's more like a, a, a five-sixteenths and, a, and a, a, a one-half, so it's not not quite there. Did he get both of us? Did I get Don? Um, <laughs> you guys are close enough. Don, you, you, like you said, you, you know of a, a dimension door when you see one coming from Zazzle, so you will have the option to... To, to hop oh, in there. Okay. Um, any other actions for Zazzle? Yeah, I want to go get that sash. Okay, cool, cool. So you move into like this the swirling, like <laughs> this kicking werewolf on its back, like flailing a, a stick around. You're gonna have to do like a dexterity check to see if you can grab it this turn. Okay. Oh, also, you do get a wild magic surge that you can have. Oh, do okay, at some cool, point. cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, we'll worry about that later. Let's actually not roll. There's no reason to to roll. I mean, if you want to dig in there, like start searching for that sash, I'll say that you'll find it. 
Well, I rolled that 19. Okay, well, you definitely found it. Like, you, like, yeah, like it right. was like. I put it on. <laughs> it was like stuck around um, the werewolf's foot. And uh, yeah, Hold on, you didn't let me finish my sentence. I put it on the hobbit mare's throat and choked him to death. <laughs> I thought you were going to try and think of question this guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I put it on okay. myself. Um, all right. And I'm, I'm like looking at myself, and I'm assuming there's a mayor. Uh, uh, there's there is a mayor in this room. I'm assuming there's yeah, a there, mirror. There's a mayoral mirror and, on the wall. <laughs> and I adjust it while Bogal uh, eviscerates this guy in the background. <laughs> all right, back to the top though. It is Bogal's turn. <laughs> um, I mean, Bogal, I just fell through a portal and I became an unwerewolf. Yeah, there's no more moonlight. Uh, Bogal's just confused. He kind of looks at Zazzle for a moment. I'm not sure what I need to do to this guy. I guess I'm just going to grab this mayor. <laughs> He's like, what is going on? Oh, God. Put him down, Bogol. Um, this this mayor's not <laughs> getting away. That's Bogol's instinct. Strength check. I, yeah, we don't need to worry about that. He's a he's a shrimpy little dude, and you're also sitting on top of him. So, um. <laughs> yeah, You said all the other mirrors were really weak. I specifically said I picked out the weakest one. <laughs> yeah, he was, I mean, he is a gouty little shit. Like, there's not much to this guy. Um, his mustache is even like like falling out in patches and stuff. He's got like the shittiest mustache. Oh, well, that's he's, sad. he's a sad little halfling. Okay, so Craig, what are you up to? Um, I'm gonna blast the columns of the archway to the door with my eyes. Don's not here yet. Man. You still have your dimension door portal. <laughs> yeah, but it might it might not work if this portal to an alternate reality isn't open. Well, then we have a cool rescue mission to go on. <laughs> <laughs> all right you do your thing man just spinning this out more and more and what kind of a spell are you using for that uh eldritch blast which is force damage okay, cool all right um yeah i would say that you can just do it like this sort of your this magical energy disrupts whatever is happening here and the the shimmering sort of uh field that occupied the door frame uh just sort of blinks out of exist existence all right uh does what happens to uh, Zazzle's dimension door? Uh, Zazzle's dimension door is still there. You can still see the, the oh, swirling melee happening. Um, you can see through them through that uh, through that vantage point. Actually, you would be looking if you you know like look up. You're looking again, kind of through the floor of the amphitheater. So you're really only seeing like uh, the sky, and you can see part of the the um, the columns. And archways like sort of around can we see the puppy dog eyed guy no what puppy dog eye no oh no 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 you don't see him so we can't like bring him with us no you don't see him but we haven't got to that yet um craig is that the end of your turn i would imagine yeah you blasted that thing you're looking up and kind of observing through the yeah i might as well fly as far up as possible in, in the room <laughs> yeah okay cool well you could also go you could go start questioning the hobbit mirror mm, i'll wait until we're all together for that or we could just watch the melee. Yeah. Uh, the sheriff um, on his turn, uh, Don, you're still there. Like you're you're within a move of the um, of the dimension door, but the sheriff has gotten close enough, and enough like craziness has happened, and that he's got kind of a a, a a shot at you. So he's looking up the this amphitheater at the clearing crowd, and he pulls from behind him. He reaches back behind him into his cloak, and he pulls out these sort of glowing spectral. Uh, shackles and he spins them over his head like bolas and he uh, throws them directly at you um and he's not got disadvantage anymore but he gets a 12 to hit you my ac is a 12 <laughs> so meets it beats it 
God damn it, Craig. <laughs> so, like, almost like they've got a mind of their own. Like, they fly towards you, and the manacles, like, are open like jaws of a beast, and they clamp around uh, each of your hands. So you're now, like, you, you're, you're basically, your, your hands are shackled together in these spectral magical uh, shackles. The Mastiffs are also close enough now that they're going to be able to, to uh, charge in and take an attack on you. Dawn. We're just going to watch Dawn get <laughs> torn apart. I, I tried so hard to save Dawn earlier, and now all of it's going to be thrown um, away. So one of the dogs misses. He's not able to get to you. He's like, thwarted by a fleeing mayor. And the other one uh, gets to you and latches onto your leg and does 11 points of damage. All right. Oh, Dawn's favorite leg. Ah, it's going to be hard <laughs> to move if my leg bit him. Um, then out of nowhere, this immense hulking beast that you saw before with the big puppy dies eyes. Puppy dog. Comes out of nowhere yeah. and just fucking smashes the the dog that's stuck on Dawn. you with a wheelbarrow. He's got a wheelbarrow by each like um, handle and just freaking brings it down and crumples the wheelbarrow on top of this thing. I told you that guy was bad news. <laughs> and then he kicks the mastiff so hard that it just dissipates into a spectral mist. Who hurts dogs? <laughs> Real asshole. And he rips out their eyes. We're all booing at him through the dimension door. Boo! <laughs> he grabs Don and puts him under his uh, arm and then jumps into the dimension door. Cool. Uh, after Don's all the way through, I end it and decapitate the puppy dog guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to try that, it's going to be a timing issue. You might want to... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't want to accidentally cut Don in half. Don's gonna lose a hand. Yeah. Well, actually, he. Uh, you guys might want to make a dexterity check not to get sort of crumpled by this guy as he jumps through. So. Um, yeah. So I can only bring, only one additional creature can go through the dimension door. Can you keep pumping spell slots into it? Uh, it's fourth level. I'm not sure how many of those I have anymore. So puppy dog eyes can come through, but then Don's just gonna be left on the, on the ground there. <laughs> No. Maybe he just slam dunks Don through the portal. Yeah, you can either get Don or you can get the plot through that hole. <laughs> or you could just DM it and say that they both make it through. I don't know. Yeah, they made it, but it like it 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 instantly like shatters the dimension door. Like it tests, it pushes the the bounds of the dimension door too far, and it uh it winks out of existence once they come crashing through. Oh, I feel like. Having the dimension door go through a portal that was then destroyed also pushes the bounds of the Yeah, there might yeah. be some weird backlash. Do your uh, wild <laughs> magic. Uh, All right, let's see what an 84 is. 84. Each creature within 30 feet of you takes 1d10 necrotic damage. You regain hit points equal to the sum of the necrotic damage. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. So the mayor's dead. You get three hit points from me. I got. You get four from me. Five from me. Cool. I'm pretty sure I was at full health, so thanks, guys. So the old mayor just, like, kind of withers a bit, and he's just like, oh, my bones. But he doesn't He doesn't quite die, but he looks... F You're going to be worried about a lot more than your bones if you don't give us the information <laughs> we want. He's feeble-looking. Uh, the big, the big uh, ogre-ish being doesn't seem to even notice it that much. Like, Do you think he'll mind if we torture this mayor? Uh, hard to say. Hard to say. Uh, but the dimension door winks out of existence, and everybody feels like this awful pain and withering sensation, while Zazzle looks about, about a year younger, honestly. He's looking pretty good. <laughs> His his cuticles look really nice, and his hair has a nice luster to it. 
God, I keep I keep de aging <laughs> in this show. <laughs> and uh, the the uh, this big immense creature puts um, Don Rivers down on his feet and stands up, and he kind of barely fits inside of this room. I mean, it's a ten foot tall ceiling, and he's stooping in it, and he says, "I knew you guys weren't mayors the first time I saw you." <laughs> We didn't claim the bee. <laughs> and let's uh, let's end the episode there. I think that's a good spot. And that's going to do it for this episode of The Battle Buddies. Thank you so much for listening to our weird story about uh, mayors, mostly, and other things. Uh, we appreciate it. We appreciate your support, your willingness to put your ears around some sort of listening device, and then allow us to feed our stories into you uh thank you and thank you caitlin conroy for creating the theme song to the battle buddies that you also put in your ears and thank you ryan for being our guest dm uh it's been awesome to be able to play with the rest of the buddies it's something that uh it's weird to think that we've never actually all played characters together before and it's been so much fun and we're gonna have to do more things like this in the future anyway Go to redbotproductions.com and go look at the art for the episodes and go check out the other things that we're doing. And, you know, maybe find us on our Instagram. Check out Radbot Comics where we do a weekly comic. And that's that's going to be it for me today. Again, thank you so much for listening to our show and tune in for the next episode May 13th. See you then. Yeah.